Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. I'm Britton. And I'm the little smudge that you still haven't gotten around to cleaning on your mirror. I mean, I'm Alex. (laughs) This week we are talking about Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. We watched it so you don't have to. (laughs) Get out of here, Mono! Oh, I think there's already some bodies. It might be like MST or something. Oh, no, no, that's that's Nostalgia Critic. That's Nostalgia, yeah, okay. you're right, you're right. Can yep. we steal it? <laughs> we beat him up and take his quote? <laughs> yeah, I think our following could take on his following. Oh, yeah. A- anytime. There were 42 people the last time Tyler checked, I'm just saying. <laughs> but they're like 42, like, jacked dudes from yeah. Omaha. They're all The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns out I can uh, bi-locate and assume animal form and duplicate myself at will. All right, have a productive week, everybody. That's my Dwayne the Rock Johnson impression. <laughs> the thing, the thing you have to realize is that every time the Rock makes a movie, he duplicates. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why there's so many every year. It's a different Rock every he's, time. He's multiplying. I can smell that. By the year 2023, he'll become self-aware and take over. So Terminator Three, directed by Jonathan Mostow from 2003, called the Dwayne Net. Oh my god. <laughs> you thought you were escaped? Uh, yeah. The most, the most charming got... mystical man system ever. Yeah, I thought we had gotten away from it for just a minute. All right, so today we're working on Gatling guns. And... I just have this image of, of the nuclear bomb dropping. And it just, it's Tony Johnson's face just rising up, just smiling in the, in the mushroom cloud. I have this image of he and Arnold switching... Um, uh, film careers so now Arnold's gonna be in Baywatch <laughs> why am I running so slow motion I have to get there in time to drowning it's taking so long it's, it's that scene where they're all in slow motion but Arnold's just sprinting <laughs> Bob and Patrick guide me what are the scores for Terminator 3 Alex <laughs> alright in case you can't tell Audience, we don't like this movie very much. Not too much. We don't want to talk about it. Can I just put this in some perspective real quick? No. So, <laughs> so 2003, same year as Matrix 2 and Matrix 3 and oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Oh. <laughs> that's a curfew. That's a yeah. And also X-Men 2. And Seabiscuit. Okay. And Seabiscuit. Sure. Same. So it has this... Oh, and the first Pirates movie. Yep. Black Pearl. Okay. Yep. Okay. And Daredevil. Everyone's favorite Ben Affleck movie. Let's name all the movies from 2003. Mystic let's, River. Let's not. Let's, 13. Well, we're done. So it has a 70% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? 70%. And a 46% from the audience. I, yeah, I get that. I think it's IMDb star meter is like 6.4 or something. That sounds I think right. I just changed that. So, so, on there. so who wants to, to get this over with first? Dustin Morris. I'll start. Um, so my best thing about this movie is going to be Claire Danes. Not because I particularly think okay. she's amazing in this, but I just like her as an actress. It was, and I haven't seen her in something for a while. I don't, I don't watch Homeland, and she hasn't been doing movies for a while because she's been doing Homeland. But um, yeah, just when she showed up in the movie, I was like, oh, this is this is nice. It was like nice to see her again. It was an actor that I haven't seen in a while. I just think she's a talented girl, woman, and I, just, I thought she did you know a nice job with what she was given. Apparently, she was cast like a few days before shooting. Because the girl, they, woman they cast, like, dropped out, or I can't remember what happened. But so she just kind of, like, didn't even know her line. She sort of showed up and was like, here we go. Um, so, yeah, I liked her. Huh. And she was just kind of a source of, like, well, at least I get to watch Claire dance. I think I, she's definitely the best actor in this movie, I feel like. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Giving the best performance. Yeah, which, again, is still not, it's still not amazing. But I've no. seen her give wonderful performances and other things. So, like, yeah. it's not a remark on her. Um, she's certainly trying. Yeah, absolutely. Which is more than there's not any like atrocious performances no, in this movie, no. but it's just and she, and and she usually doesn't do movies like this. She usually does like no, just Nick Stahl. Yeah, yeah. Like she usually does like dialogue driven films, and this was and very I, I, different. I, I, I kind of think this is the movie that that <laughs> the cured him of that, that was like, oh, <coughs> hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing these types of movies. This is exactly what can happen. Maybe if it yeah. goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, I would say my worst thing would just be the constant, like, it's mostly at the beginning, but just the dumb humor they try to foist in there. The the almost self-parody? Yeah, mm. but it doesn't, it doesn't work. 
like, okay, so the opening of the movie, you know, Arnold shows up and he's naked and he goes to get the clothes. The, the spin they put on this one is that he goes into a bar, a stripper bar on ladies' night. So he beats up a, guy, a male stripper dressed as a biker to get the clothes, which is no way that guy is the same size as Arnold. But whatever. Sure. Didn't we have that problem with the last two it, it, movies? We do. They're good movies, so I don't really yeah. fool with it. Yeah. But then he walks out of the bar and they're playing Macho Man by the Village People. And he puts on, like, Elton John star yep. sunglasses. Yep. Which, again, for I, can't, I don't know why, but it didn't work as, like, self-parody to me. It felt like, uh-huh, jokes. Look at you. It, there's, there's two other aspects to that scene I need to talk about. Okay. I feel like it would have been better if he... Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I feel like it would have been better if he'd actually... Like, it would have sold that more mm. if he actually wore them. Right. Because he then proceeds to just throw them on the ground and step on Yeah, so it just feels like it's a like, weird oh. joke. Um, another example like, would be... Like, he does... Because he puts it on... Sorry, I'm... I'm no, no, no. I don't know why I'm analyzing the scene, but he puts them on and he like stops and, and looks like, around a bit. thinks about it for a while. Like I feel like it should yeah. have been like he he pulls them out and looks at them and then just, like if you're gonna do that joke, yeah, yeah, make it quick and get it over with, right. or have it be like, oh, it's funny because he's wearing this during the car chase or whatever. Yeah, 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 but, absolutely. And then like there's another moment with um Kristana Loken, who we got we can talk about her later, who plays uh the TX, the Terminatrix, the Terminatrix. Sure, she. Which might be one of the dumbest things I've ever said. <laughs> Probably. She pulls up in the... She, she she steals a woman's car and she's driving on the street. As opposed to the lawn. And she she pulls up... She gets pulled over by a car... Uh, by a cop. And she looks up and she sees a Victoria's Secret ad. Um, and it's like, what is sexy? So the cop walks over and she makes her breasts grow. Right. And apparently that's not... That's actually a physical effect. They put, like, air pumps... <laughs> In there, of course it is. so she and apparently while they were filming it at like, Arnold's request, of the, course, right, exactly. <laughs> one kept not working, so like or like one would blow up and the other wouldn't work. So it was just like they had to do it like sixteen times because just like one would grow and the other one. Sure they did. Yeah, exactly. Sure they did. Oh, Christana, ah, oh, we gotta. Sorry, I thought it worked perfectly. No, nope, no, nope, we we gotta get creepy Dave. Lens, to, lens was on. Took or the lens cap was on. We. <laughs> Sorry. And then creepy days where they're like, I'll, I'll put them back in. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, it's Arnold. <laughs> this is all I can help! <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot of these moments where they're just trying to be, like, it's this weird self-parody, it just doesn't land. And also, the effect, so I, we talked in the in Terminator 2 how much I liked uh, the effect of them coming back from the future and, like, the orb they create, like, yeah. little hole in the sure. ground this one it takes them like six minutes to land yeah there's like there's show it's like a spencer's gifts ad or something <laughs> there's like the orb is like folding and bam, all this like crazy stuff and they 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 try to do that in the previous ones but there's like lightning in the background but yeah. that's all it is it's still like a this clean one effect. it's like there's an explosion happening and like so, like there's yeah. no clean there, like when the ter- terminatrix when she she shows up like there, there's an effect where it melts like the, the, the yeah she, she's in like a department store window yeah, yeah, yeah. and it melts like the, the fake models the mannequins yeah the mannequins yeah and it, it, there's like a terrible disintegration effect uh-huh. where sure, it's just sure. like the plastics melting and it, it's like like I feel like if you're gonna do something like that, you just have it. the The orb appears, and then like it it appears, and you can't see what's happening inside it, and then it disappears, and like the mannequin's head falls down. Yeah, and, like yeah. the rest of it. Like you do something like that if you want to make it more practical. Yeah, and by now we all know what is happening. Like yep. with Terminator Two, it was just like, okay, we have a little more money, the technology is advanced, we can do kind of a cool effect, but they don't overdo the effect. Yeah. And here they're like, we're just gonna really ramp yeah. this thing up. Yeah. So so back to the strip club before you continue. <laughs> Back to the strip. Back to the strip club, club is uh, the name of Alex's memoir. <laughs> so, so all the self parody aspects. Yes, I think the worst part is when he sees the overweight redneck mm-hmm. lady, and it says inappropriate. Yeah, like what? I think the inappropriate means like that he was considering wearing her clothes, and it's just like, oh, you wouldn't fit in those. But it doesn't say that when he looks at anyone else. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Back to the strip club. My journey from Nolan to Schumacher. The Alex story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> but then th- my journey to my to beat up Zack Snyder at a strip club. <laughs> I realized I left him alive, so I had to go back. <laughs> but uh, all my friends were saying, you know, you gotta punch him right in between the eyes. You know? <laughs> but right after he dro- he yes. uh, steps on yes. the Elton John sunglasses, then he goes and he takes he he gets into a truck. Yeah, and then he he finds the, the um he's not gonna hotwire the car 
Instead, so, he, he gets the, the keys from the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that the the T-800 from Terminator 2 learned because John Connor taught him that. Right. Why does this one know that? Yeah. Yeah, because they make a, a... There's a full conversation that he was like, I'm not the same. I'm also, a different one. Also, that conversation makes John Connor look like a total idiot where he's just like, you don't remember me? Hasta la vista, baby? And it's like... Of yeah. course it's a different Terminator, you dummy! You watched him die. And he's like, oh, you guys come off an assembly line or something? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know this! Sarah Connor educated you! That, that scene, though, is when Nick Stahl most reminded me of Edward Furlong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. The, the way he's sitting. Oh, I hated when he was like, oh, I'm gonna have to teach you everything all over again. I'm like, no, please don't. Dear God. <laughs> it's just the exact... It's a montage. <laughs> Rock, Rocky style. They're playing... No, no, but but it's the really somber Terminator music set to him teaching him all this. So like how to, it's like how to cry, and they're like watching Titanic or something, just crying. There's a woman on the door. No, that's not the point, Arnold. But there is. I'm calculating it. No, T. Did you mention the talk to the hand thing yet? Oh God. No, that's also really bad. I and thought you were about to. The get worst that. part is I that, that they part of they thing. bring it's it back so up. When they go to the gas station, yeah, because talk to the hand. There, there's a part where when when he confronts the stripper, the stripper's like, "Talk to the hand," and then it's like, "Why?" Because the face don't want to listen. And then he grabs, <laughs> he starts to break, and he goes, "Now," and he actually talks, and they. <gasps> and then, and then later Arnold says it to I can't remember who. He it's, just, the, it's the gas station. At the gas station, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, uh, who's next? Best is the worst. This is... Tyler, do you want to go? Do, I guess you're like, get yours. That's fine. My best thing. <laughs> That's the spirit. My best thing is, as I learned five minutes before we started recording, Chris Hardwick is in this movie for like Yay! two seconds. So that's fun. You don't even you didn't even see him when we watched it. No, not at all. Just the knowledge. I would have recognized him if I'd been paying attention, but I wouldn't. Well, I only knew that because I looked at IMDb beforehand because I always do that when I'm going to watch a movie. I was just, I'm like, who are the actors that I'm going to recognize? And I, yeah, he's an engineer. He has, like, kind yep. of a conversation with the, the General Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun fact, I was watching Quantum of Solace earlier. And Chris and Hardwick is in it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I love that. David Harbour just is, he, he's in it as, as a CIA agent. David who? David Harbour from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, nice. Fun fact, because I'd rather talk about that than this. He's also a Tony-nominated actor. I don't want to talk about He's Quantum also in Solace Suicide Squad. Either. yeah. What was your worst thing? <laughs> the Chris Hardwick wasn't in it enough. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole movie was. Chris Hardwick is not the Terminator, the Terminatrix, John I Connor. Think it's so cool! I'm like we, we can like go back in time. I was really just so so so. Let me tell you. Let me ask you a question. Because he conducts a lot of interviews. What's your worst? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, the special effects are yeah. atrocious in this movie. Um. Once again, the the main reason I was saying the other movies that came out that year, including the Matrix sequels, yeah. was just in terms of what other big CGI based movies oh, came oh, out. Yeah. That and year. by no means do the Matrix sequels look amazing. No, but they are not quite this shameful. <laughs> it's just because they, they're relying on it. That's constantly. a good way of describing it. Shameful. Yeah, they're they're relying on it constantly to to use it for. Um, driving like, like the entire like car chase at the beginning that goes on for like I ten, hated that ten car chase. Too long. That and, was so just like. Michael Bay had to have directed this. Yeah. He had to have this. Like, if you had James Cameron doing it, like he does it big. There, it's just so over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's so many like terrible effects. Like you were talking about with the mannequin disintegrating. They do yeah. all sorts of stuff with the Terminatrix that are just awful. It all just looks really, really bad. Um, yep. That's that's yeah. It's just, it, it. Oh oh oh. We 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 were gonna mention the budget. I forgot. Because it, oh, yeah. it has a budget of like $187 million. According huge, to huge a Google search, Terminator Salvation has a budget of $200 million. And it actually looks like a real movie. Yeah. Well, this Say one, what you will about the story. This one also, apparently, part of a, like $30 million of that budget went to Arnold. Yeah. Yep. And I because was James Cameron told... He was like, I'm not going to do yeah. it without James Cameron. And James Cameron flat out told him, dude, take the money. Yeah. Just, just demand thirty million dollars and just run with it. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and and this was a rare moment where I was kind of with James Cameron. Apparently, told him like, "Those characters as much yours as it is as it is mine." Yeah, which I'm like, okay, that's kind of a nice friendship moment. And I was like, hi, he's the guy that gave this to me. I don't want to do it without him. And James is like, hey, listen, you've you've owned this character. You should be able to do the movies if you want to. And I'm like, that's really cool. But and then I don't blame him for being like, just take the money. But I was reading 
he got, and I love Arnold, but he, nobody needs $30 million to do a movie. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Nobody needs $30 million to be in a movie. But he he also got, like, pick of his staff and of the crew. He might have gotten to have a say in the director. Like, he got so much control and well, so much. Well, that tells me he should not have any control over the creative process. That may not be true, though. I may have misread. But if it is... Uh... I know he got to pick, like, who his physician and his bodyguards and his, like, on-set barber or something. His barbecue guy, whoever, you know, Arnold needs around him. David Barber. David Barber. But it's still spelled B A R B O U R. Yes. <laughs> David Barber. David Barber the Barber. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Like, okay. Um. Well, I, 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 about, hey, about the chasing. We're actually filming this at a decent time. Why are yeah. we all at the delusional stage? I think it's because this movie is just. Bleh. Yeah. We don't have an excitement like with two. We're like, we're gonna get to like really praise it. I, I will, the, the the chasing to me, like you said, it ran on too long, and you could tell that they were like, remember they did this really cool chasing in the second one, and we talked at length in the last podcast about how wonderful that chasing was, and it, it's pretty lengthy, but it didn't feel long because the whole time you're going, this is so cool, and how are they doing that? And it's also shot and edited well, and there's not an overuse of CGI done. crap. Oh yeah, and they're they're moving locations a decent amount, and, and this movie shot like a TV movie. It is, yeah. it is. There yeah. is nothing cinematic. Oh my oh god. My god. There's nothing cinematic about any of it. And yeah. It no. Really, it was driving me nuts. I'm like, yeah. Over a hundred million dollars, it should not be looking like this. Like, sure. Like Deadpool, what was it? What was that? Like sixty million dollars, something like that. And uh, that... Josh Brolin's going to be Cable. I don't know if we've. Oh yeah. Yeah. So sure. Than- Thanos and Cable get ready for the jokes. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what are your best and worst? Because I know you're having trouble figuring them out. I want to say my best thing is just the ending, because that's sure. the only thing that's even remotely interesting about sure. anything in this movie. Yeah. But I don't even want to say that, because yeah. that's just like, oh, we want to make more sequels. We yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. end this. I liked the moment, mostly because I liked how Nick Stahl played it when they say, you know, when they're getting in touch with the other bases around yeah. the country, around the world, and... And I was like, who, who, who's there? And it's like, it's John Connor. He's like, who's in charge there? And he goes, I am. I was like, that's kind of a cool moment. And because Stahl plays it nicely. Yeah. Of like, okay, this is the moment where John realizes, like, I actually am going to be the thing. Yeah. Because most of this movie is him being like, I guess I'm not important anymore because we stopped it. Which um, would be an interesting character place to take John yeah. Connor post-Terminator 2. Absolutely. And if they, you they, had a compelling story. And they flirt with it. Like yeah. him sitting on the, on the, the bridge, apparently yeah. like, he's supposed to be contemplating suicide or something. And then they kind of do away with that because they have Arnold show back up. Yeah. And, you yep. know, Claire Dane's fiance dies and she's fine with it. I'm not going to go <laughs> with the actual ending because that's just too much of a middle finger to Terminator 2. Sure. And you know, obviously in the previous episode, I was already complaining that Terminator 2 contradicting the whole, you know, yeah. the, the time loop thing. Like, it's already bothering me, but like, that was still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is just like, no, we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's inevitable. Whatever. Just stop contradicting yourselves. Just Right. It was driving me nuts. I'm, I'm just going to do the, the track that plays at the end of the movie. So it's called Radio, and I believe Marco... Beltrami. Beltrami. He does a score. Mm-hmm. It's a very forgettable score, except for that, that bit at the end, because it's very it's, it's very depressing. He, he's and... a good... He's composed some other pretty good stuff. I can't remember what. Yeah. He's, a, he's good. What was your worst thing? What is my worst thing? <laughs> I know I the movie. It may be. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I hate this nearly as much as Tyler, but uh, probably not. I I want to say I had something. I can't remember. All right, so I'm gonna give us a choose your own podcast adventure moment here. Do you guys want to talk about Kristana Loken, or do you want to talk about um years not making sense? Oh, uh, I'll, I'll make I'll make that the, the thing. My, right. That's my least favorite thing. Here we go. Okay, if you're gonna bother to screw up the stuff and be like, yes. "Oh, Judgment Day is inevitable," blah blah blah, at least get the dates right. <laughs> so at least yeah. get the years I, right. This is, this is Tyler's solo. We're gonna I, let, I, him, I was, let him go because because I was trying. I I was actually attempting to figure out and look up and figure out try how they were attempting to make this make any sense. Uh, Alex had already given up by this point, <laughs> which is why I'm letting you. Handle and this, this was this was early into the movie. So, I think, like, right at the beginning of the movie, John Connor's like, yeah, I was 13 when the Terminator attacked. Yeah. And 
that already doesn't make any sense because he was supposed to be ten. So yeah. So Terminator, the and it's great if you go look at like the Terminator wiki and try to read through like, because the the first movie it's like okay this happens. Yeah. And you know it creates the first a, movie takes place in 1984, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's like okay we create a time loop. Then the second movie it's like okay yeah this this movie you know takes place ten years later and it's like okay and 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 then it just follows the events of the movie and it's got like exact times and everything that stuff happens and dates and everything and it goes through it. And then the third movie, the the people who write the the article are just like, uh, what? <laughs> because he, so so he's supposed to be ten when the when the Terminators come to attack him as a child, and this movie says he's thirteen. This movie also, th- why was it? Why was your worst thing not the fact that uh, Sarah Connor just gets killed off off screen? Oh, never mind. We haven't. <laughs> we don't see the. They, they they just breeze right over that. I forgot that was a plot point. <laughs> I'm of two minds about that though, because on the one hand, that is a big disservice to her character. It also means she didn't get she got spared. Like Linda Hamilton didn't have to come in and That's, deal with yeah. this crap. Like but, Linda Hamilton. I feel like no, no. I feel like if they actually got her on board, then she wouldn't have put up with it. She'd be like, "You write you're writing yeah. a better script, or I'm not coming back." That's true. Yeah. I just like she has like the best because she's she's in the two best Terminator movies. She just got sure. got in and got out. Sure. Okay. I'll I'll make that my thing. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> because I, no, no. Seriously, I forgot that was a plot yeah. point in the movie because okay. they just breeze right through that. The plot of this movie is that Judgment Day has been pushed back to 2003 for some reason. We don't no, know. No, 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 no. Is it is 2003 or 2005? Because they say it's it, 10 it, years. It's over 10 years it's late. 2004, isn't it? I thought the movie takes place. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I think I think it's supposed to take place in two thousand four. At some point, they, they say it takes place over ten years past Terminator Two, but we don't know when they're thinking Terminator Two takes it, place. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Um, Terminator Two is supposed to be nineteen ninety five. I'm I'm fairly sure there was a little bit bit of disagreement as to whether it was nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety four. I don't know. Um, I mean that just depends on when John Connor is actually born because if he's ten years old, was he born in eighty four or eighty five? Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically. So the idea is, they they say there they're like, okay, um, Sarah Connor got diagnosed with cancer, and she lived long enough to make sure that Judgment Day never didn't happen. The original Judgment Day, which was August twenty ninth, nineteen ninety seven, I believe. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> a very specific says, date that they mention multiple times. Yes. He says specifically that she learned this while they were in Baja, um, trying. Do, they, they got she got diagnosed you know at some point and then she lasted three years and then judgment day happened there's not a three-year period where that makes sense because like at first we were thinking okay is the idea that she knew that she had cancer during the events of terminator 2 because terminator 2 takes place in which case in, john would have brought it up yeah, yeah. terminator 2 takes place in 19, even, even if she didn't bring it up he would have brought yes, it up in 1995 and then judgment day is 1997 so is, the idea would be like, okay, so, so she, I, I she waited they, just long enough to, yeah. to for that to happen. But then she was in, in the hospital for three years prior. Yeah. Like, specifically, she was in the hospital for three years. So that it's not like there was any time for her to get diagnosed before the events of Terminator 2. Right. What? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't check on any level. And it's great. Like I don't. They All were they literally just. All they would have had just... to do is is change the number on her grave to like two thousand. Yeah, yeah. They were that's literally, literally had just throwing numbers out, and they were like, "Ah, oh, that's probably close enough." Oh, that would have been kind of, kind of like, something poetic, where it's like, "Oh, like on the day that it was supposed to be Judgment Day, that's when she learns she has leukemia." Mm, yeah, yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. All they had to do is literally change it, but no, <laughs> it's got to be nineteen ninety seven. Because no fate but what we make for ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, that's that 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 absolutely makes no sense. And in a movie this mediocre to terrible, <laughs> you could at least get the numbers yeah. right. I think it's also some of that just may come from confusion that the first Terminator took place when it was when the movie was released. Yeah, and Terminator Two took place a couple of years after it was released. It was released in ninety one. Yeah, so it takes place in like 93 94 and this one was released in 2003 and takes place in maybe 2004 like it's all it, just it seems like the the at first i was thinking oh they're under the impression that terminator 2 took place like right before the original judgment day was supposed to happen right right right. because so, then he would be 13 because it'd be 13 years after 1984 close yeah. enough um but then they say the thing about her knowing about cancer for three years and that doesn't jive in the slightest 
whatever. The destruction of mankind in this movie is so much less scary <laughs> than Linda Hamilton's idea of yeah. the destruction of mankind. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, that wasn't that bad. It's fine. In the second one, it's horrible. It's horrifying. In this one, it's like, oh, well, I guess we're not going to go to school today. No. Like, it's... <laughs> This this movie it feels like a PG thirteen movie. It's R, yeah, yeah. but it feels PG thirteen. Yeah. When I when I watched this for the first time, I was just like bored out of my mind until the ending, and then I was like, oh oh, they actually went through with it. You know, that's that guts. The second this time watching it, I was just like, okay, you, yeah. Now now that I know what's coming, it's still just as bad. So Kristana Loken. Uh, She's bad. The, the muse of Uebel. Well, I felt very odd about her performance because on the one hand, I felt like she had some of the robotic movements down not too badly. Apparently she worked very hard on that. Yes, and I think that worked just fine. Yeah. Her lines sounded like Arnold talks like a robot better because Arnold just sounds flat, unemotional, yeah. and she actually, there was some there were some inflections and there were some like... I like your gun. Well, not a bear, but you know... <laughs> But, but there are some moments, like, with her face later where she was, like, registering, like, uh-oh, that's bad. Like, she wasn't... Like, Robert Patrick was a robot in every way. And Schwarzenegger talks like a robot all the time. And she was just kind of this weird meld. I don't know. She didn't really make me mad. I mean, just because she is... She, she, she wasn't threatening. The, that's yeah, exactly she wasn't what I was about threatening. to say. Yeah. The it's problem, amazing how many weapons they give her, and it's like, oh, she's no, this, an even scarier version because ex- she's got all these doodads. That's exactly like, what it is. I, I don't, I don't find her the, scary. In the, the problem, slightest. the problem is that the first Terminator is like, okay, he's a robot disguised as a human, and that's creepy. And then, like, we slowly he break away his face and see what he really is, and it's terrifying. And then the second one, we get the Liquid Terminator. Now he can do this stuff with his hands, and like he can, he can kind of. Yeah. sneak between places and he can change forms and so that's all kind of creepy but it's all consistent we understand yeah. what his deal is this one it's like oh she she has the robot endoskeleton so she can still make guns and stuff and she can also do viruses in computers <laughs> to control cars that shouldn't make any sense because they're not electronic yeah. like that she can do cyber better yeah and it's like what do you they, they they basically were just like oh this is mega scary by adding this stuff and then yeah. they don't really there's no there's no specific thing that's supposed to be like this is how the stakes are being raised right, it's right, like right. oh now she has a big gun that she shoots at things and it's like they said well she's a woman so that's enough of a difference yeah and she can ambiguously take stuff over electronically but she doesn't use that as much as she probably should have if she was actually trying to you know accomplish her goal yeah because she take and she has to take over the Terminator who then beats up a car. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing about how he's like oh I'm, I obey Kate's orders he obeys Claire Dane's orders she ne- never gives him any orders uh-huh. like Furlong like really took that on and he and it was this reveal that oh I don't listen to what John says I listen to what Kate and says and that develops a, 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 a relationship Is, between Furlong and the Terminator and it's yeah. like okay isn't that literally just so they can have the um well what happens to me in the future I can't tell you that yeah. well what happens to him Oh, I kill him. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's literally the only yeah. reason they have that setup of, oh, she, he only follows her commands. Yeah. Which is also dumb. Once again, in the first movie, Kyle Reese is sent back from 2029. Yeah. John Connor is said to, he's about to win the war, apparently. Mm-hmm. But now it keeps going on. And then, like, in 2032, he gets killed by this Terminator. Which also, Arnold says he was able to infiltrate and kill him because of John Connor's boyhood experiences with the T-800 from Terminator 2. Once again, why is the John Connor in this movie's universe this stupid? Yeah, because he would, he would realize, like, oh, that's not actually my friend. It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> and there's also the question of, of the, the entire deal with the Terminators and the fact that, like, why don't the robots just send back a bunch? Oh, yeah. At some point... Like the first two, the more time travel you do, the more that that becomes a problem. Because the first one, it's like okay, they sent back a Terminator. Because like, don't they? They specifically, I don't know. Well, the 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 idea is in the first one, right? Isn't it that they send them back, and then they basically the robots basically get defeated, and then the humans realize, oh, they sent this Terminator back. We better send Kyle Reese back. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's so that that's consistent at least. Yeah, and at the time, the robots are like, well, we don't. It's just a one woman. Like we don't need to send an army out. It's We'll send this guy. And they're not expecting on them sending 
anyone yeah. else back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then the second time, it's like, okay, we're going to send this other one. And then it's like, okay, well, they reprogrammed the Terminator. Maybe the robots didn't realize this. Maybe they thought the Terminator was just dead, so they didn't think that they had any way of doing it. And, and yeah. you know, whatever. And maybe they use, maybe we don't know, but they use the Terminator to go infiltrate their robotics. And that's how that worked. This one is just like, okay, so <laughs> the Terminators have tried this twice. Yeah. Neither time worked. And the humans keep reprogramming the Arnold Terminators <laughs> instead of like the liquid ones That's true. or, or That's true, this yeah. Terminatrix thing. They... No fate but what we make for ourselves. I don't. Hey, we got a Robert Patrick one. He could definitely fight the, the female. That would be fun. Yeah. What no, if, what no, if... no. Big slow guy. What if it was Robert Patrick this time? Also, if you're gonna make a, a, a knockoff, you know, yeah, why having not? the having the Robert Patrick Terminator fight the Cristiano Logan Terminator could be a cool fight. Yeah, yeah, because they're both they could just be like two water jets slapping into each other. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not such a great idea, actually. Yeah, but still, there's like like they're turning into different forms the whole time. So apparently, Arnold. He, he made sure that he bulked up to get his exact measurements that he had for right. T2. Right, right, right. At 56 years old. That's an interesting fact that I know. And it's impressive of him. Like, he, you know, he looks great for 56 in this movie. I mean, $30 million. That too. <laughs> he, this continued the trend of he's even more familiar with being in front of a camera. But this was where I felt like I most appreciated his performance as a robot just because the foil wasn't very good. <laughs> when in T2, I was like, oh, and Robert Patrick is so great. And so yeah. you saw it. But here, like Arnold. Even... And of course, Michael Bean. Yeah. Obviously, he's not a robot, but like, it's still great. Yeah, yeah. Antagonism. And, and here, it's just like, oh, Arnold really knows how to be in front of a camera now. There's no like subversion or trick. When they get sent back, we know which one's good, we know which one's bad immediately. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's great. The whole first half of this movie, we're just waiting. Okay, get that chase started. Come yeah. on. It's it's great because the uh, what happens is the, the Terminatrix gets... That's also funny that they called it the Terminatrix, and it's the same year that ma the Matrix... I don't think they out. call it that in the movie. I don't think they call I it thought that. they did. I thought John says that. I think they just say TX a lot. I, I think I thought you. It's supposed that to be TX. Out. No, 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 no. That's that's. Oh no. That that did not come from me. Oh okay. I don't know. I, I believe Arnold refers to her as the TX, and then he, yeah, and then John says something like, the, "You mean the Terminatrix or, or something?" Oh, okay. He also says an anti-Terminator Terminator, which is the dumbest... <laughs> Scratch, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's, no, that, that's what it was. That was the point where I was really like, how many Terminators are they reprogramming at this point? You know about anti-Terminator Terminators? <laughs> What's going on? Um, but I, what I was going to say, the, the scene is she, she gets Kate Brewster and like she's like... Captain Brewster! She's walking up to her and she's, she's trying to like... Strangler with her foot or something, and be like, "Where's John Connor?" <clears throat> while while she's on the ground, and the the Arnold drives in this truck and like smashes through a fence and just flies. Yeah. And something like literally the shot is him driving directly parallel to Kate's body on the ground, so that she he perfectly avoids running over her and like plows. And there's a massive explosion that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, there's no way you could have known that you weren't going to horribly kill that poor woman. I calculated 79%. It was acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, boy. Well, I, I thought the idea that the Terminatrix is coming back to kill John's lieutenants was kind of a neat idea. Well, then make the lieutenants it, the characters. Yeah, right. it's, no, it's, no, it's, I, I, I'm not saying they did it be well. parts of the plot. It's literally, yeah, like a montage. Yeah, I'm not saying they did it well, but I like the concept of it. Okay. And they were all just like other, like, regular Joe Schmo people that, like, one of them worked at, like, a fast food restaurant. Mm -hmm. One of them was, like, a drunk guy at his yeah. mom's house. Yeah. Like, And I love how uh, John Connor shows up the same night Yeah, the, the TX shows up. Mm -hmm. it, it's like it's fate. That we made for ourselves. Correct. No, that the script made. <laughs> so how does Skynet have access to these people's DNA? Because the TX, when she goes back, she's licking blood and she's like, oh, this is John Connor. It matches his DNA. How do... Why can you not just look at them and be like, oh, I, 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 I see you? 
How do they have access to their blood work or their DNA? Because otherwise you wouldn't get to have a shot of Persona Logan licking her finger sexily. <laughs> Did Uwe Boll direct this movie too? Yeah. He was a guest, right? He was in one shot. No, no, no. He was the one that was controlling the, the breast yeah, enhancement yeah. bit. That was weird. <laughs> it was that bad. Was, that was Adriana Lima in that ad. And she's still a model, so... Good job, Adriana. Maybe she should have played the TX. I guess. <laughs> Apparently, I was reading some of the people who were considered for that, like Jerry Ryan, I think, from one of the Star Trek shows. Like, I can't remember. How, how do we like Nick Stahl? He has absolutely nothing to do. Yeah, this script does him no favors. He's not bad. I like the few times where he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because yeah. there's actually interesting John Connor character stuff there. Yeah, and I do like the like the way he the way he plays the ending. Yeah. Um, actually, Definitely. yeah, I liked the little conversation between Kate and her dad about like how why the dad doesn't like. You know, he's sad. She's getting married, but she trusts like he he likes the guy because he trusts her. Like that was a sweet little conversation. Then they all died. <laughs> Can I also talk about how dumb it is that they're just like, oh yeah, we have a new program that's completely unrelated to Cyberdyne, but we're still going to call it Skynet. Yeah. What? I don't, I don't see what's confusing. <laughs> what would you do? Let me show you. I, I would have made this movie. <laughs> but but so, so the idea is that, you know, Cyberdyne blows up and everything. Yeah. But these guys, completely separate from that, mm. create all these these digital programs. One of which just happens to be called Skynet. Yeah, that will take control of all the digital stuff. I yeah. and there's a virus that apparently is is actually Skynet. Yes, <laughs> apparently, and it causes them to to be tricked into activating Skynet. But if it's a virus, isn't Skynet already activated? I don't understand. Yeah. That made no sense, and they didn't bother to explain it in the slightest, Hacking. and I hate this movie. <laughs> Hacking. That's all it is. I don't know if... Now, after... If I'd seen Terminator 2 and didn't know if they were sequels, I'm not sure if I would have wanted one. Because Terminator 2 is wonderfully made, so it's like, you, you kind of go, yeah, I totally want more of that. But also, it kind of completes that. Like, I don't know that I needed another movie. And then this comes along and does not justify us getting another movie. <laughs> I, 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 you raised the question of the movie's relevance and why, if it should have been made. This was not... If you were going to make another Terminator movie, this is not what the fans would have wanted. Sure. This is a cheap rehash of ideas you've just completely repeated from the other movies with nothing new except the last 30 seconds of your movie. Yeah. And even then, you didn't do it as good as the movie where it didn't even happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The opening titles of the previous movie are so. Much I would scarier. also like to point out that this was the first disappointing movie in the the Terminator franchise, and they killed off beloved characters off screen. That's true. Wow. <laughs> are, are, do you want to continue this? That's <laughs> probably all. I, this is this is my aliens connection. If, if ah, people, yeah. Um, Brandon, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, you watched Alien Three. Recently. Well, I haven't. I, I haven't watched it. Oh, but you know. But I know the the, the thing yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, with the uh, uh, Hendrickson and the child. Yeah. And Which Hicks. Hicks? Yeah, Hicks. Yeah. Michael Bean? Apparently, they had thought about bringing Hendrickson back for this movie as his character from Terminator 1. They do seem like in a wheelchair. But then they decided not to. I liked Dr. Silverman's cameo. Yeah, that was cute. And apparently, this was, that was his last on-screen role. He's done exclusively voiceover work still uh, since then. Interesting. Which I don't know if he was like, I should not be. I, should, I can't do it. What if it's in Terminator 3? What if they stick me in Terminator Salvation and I'm in the post-apocalypse? Hi! I, I guess I did survive the nuclear fallout after all. <laughs> that that would have been beautiful. I'm a doctor. <laughs> that would have been beautiful if Hendrix going to come back for this and Alien 3 in confusing cameos that, like, conflict with... Oh, no, no, Hendrickson comes back and he's one of the Terminators and they call him Bishop. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> None of it makes sense. That'd be it's great. Fine. Everything's fine. I really do wish that Silverman was in the other two Terminator movies. And I'm Dr. Silverman. Hi. <laughs> just like in like a scene. He's just like. Just he's a Terminator. Out of Hello. He's a Terminator in Genesis. <laughs> I'm the new Terminator. All right. Put your heads up. Come with me if you want to continue living. Can I also say. I did doesn't like, talk like that. I, I, went, I, went I like the that they didn't flat out just say that line again yeah yeah they, they, they open the door and, and john goes you want to live come on yeah and they say get off instead of get out 
I, I want She'll this, be back. Yeah. I want this Terminator that comes back and messes up all of Arnold's lines. <laughs> Played by Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Or Stallone. I'll be back. You'd think I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> and then there's... um, He also says, I'm back. Yeah. Yep. Which... And it's dumb. He also says, you've been terminated. Yeah. To the, 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 the TX. And that's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You've been terminated. I wish he had all delivered all those lines directly into the camera to the audience. Hello, audience. Arnold here. She's been terminated. <laughs> I I wish he delivered all of them drunk, because then it would have been funny. Drunk doesn't immediately mean funny. It is if it's in the Arnold voice. You sound like everyone I went to high school drama club with. Oh my god. But enough about why I don't like improv games anymore. <laughs> Every time I had to do it, they always wanted me to do improv games when I was in high school, and they always gave us the same thing. You're drunk, you're gay, because apparently those things are always funny. And it was the most, and I was like a 15-year-old kid going, you guys are washed up already. Like, how are you out of ideas? We're, we're 16, we don't even have ideas yet. Tyler, do you know what's happening right now? I just explained it. I, I, I'm still not following. <laughs> so now I don't like playing improv games. Alright, fine, you're Dr. Silverman, but he's a Terminator. <laughs> I think, there you go. Would, I think that's what it would sound like right there. <laughs> God. Is there anything we, like, legitimately liked? Nope. Claire Danes. Sure. But, like, <laughs> but other, that's more, than, yeah. other than our best things. Mine is literally a track of music, okay? You know what I One like? One track and an entire soundtrack. You know what I legitimately like? The idea of Dwayne Johnson playing a Terminator. That I feel would... like I feel like this actually would. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ignore Terminator Three completely yeah. in this discussion. But, I think I think this would too, actually be like a thing that he's too lovable. I I wouldn't want him in such an well, intimidating role. That would, that would role. be fun. You, you maybe you actually. Hey, I'm him. a Terminator. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Hart plays Kyle Reese. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. You mean you're a Terminator? What the hell? <laughs> maybe maybe we actually have. Like and you have the that, marketing be competent so that it doesn't give away the fact that he's a Terminator and like you think that he's <laughs> you like think Kevin Hart's the Terminator. You think it's Central Intelligence too, but really it's Terminator Six. <laughs> and then you have I don't know Christian Ritter as Sarah Connors, and it ends just... up being the best Terminator movie since Terminator Two. I just I, my Kevin Hart impression was basically a Chris Tucker impression. I apologize. <laughs> Terminator, what the hell are you doing? Ah. <laughs> uh. I liked that Sarah Connor's coffin was just a giant gun stash. Yep. That's a very Sarah Connor thing to do. I thought that worked. But then you get into a scene where Arnold's pretending to kill all the cops. He's mowing them down. And there's yeah. like zero casualties. Nobody told him yeah. to not kill anyone. Does the call we didn't have him. a little Edward Furlong to say, <laughs> no more killing, Mr. Terminator Man. <laughs> <laughs> little Eddie Furlong. No kill. Thank you, Edward. <laughs> He's got like the flashing on his on his uh, HUD. He's got just yeah. like <laughs> Edward Furlong's face. <laughs> it's like these like Clippy on Microsoft Word. <laughs> so I see you're gonna fight some cops. Do you need some help with that? Don't kill anybody. You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> oh. Ah 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 ah. I we... really hate that kid. <laughs> Can we talk about how terrible the actual fight is between Arnold and Chris Donald Logan. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. When you compare it to Robert Patrick versus Arnold, yeah. like, it's just CGI. Oh, he's grabbing her. They're throwing each other against the wall. Oh, she's shoving him against, into the yeah. bathroom stall or whatever. Like, oh, and the, and remember, when he... remember the last movie that came out that had a big hyped up fight that involved a, 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 <laughs> kitchen, a kitchen sink or, or a bathroom sink. It was unclear. I, I I'm talking about gods of Egypt. Oh. <laughs> gods of Egypt. That's not what we're talking can we about. Play, can we do, do you actually know what I'm? No, remind me. Batman for Superman. Was there a Batman? Was there a sink? There was a sink. The, the end of the fight is literally Batman holding a kitchen sink over him and bashing him in the head with it. That's a part of that movie. I'm glad that you don't remember. Yeah, that. I must have made myself forget about it. Or I must have. That must have been one of the times I had to look away to protect my head. It's a really thought-provoking art house superhero film that ends that where the fight ends with him pinning him with a kitchen let me, sink. Let me just say, 
I'm normally not the one who will deviate in order to bash on Snyder. This is how much I don't care about talking about this movie. Is I'm willing to I'm willing to get, hit our our low hanging fruit here. Yeah, we've we've already been able to pull 45 minutes out yeah. of this. Well, I also just want to say though, I I'm think shocked. I would have remembered the 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 uh, sync thing, except I just I don't like my superheroes being deconstructed. So. <laughs> That's I think that's a Britain thing. That's on me. That's not them. That's just that's me. It's it's not the two hours of poor tor- storytelling and just dumb, thoughtless superhero shenanigans. No, it's no, just no, no. It's, it's just it was I, it was too smart for me. It was too smart for me. I was just I ben didn't Affleck, get it. Ben Affleck said that I needed something. I needed something just like just accessible and easy that anyone could get, like Dark Knight. You know, something like that. Just ben, like ben Affleck said that he said he said the movie was trafficking in ideas that were just way too smart for him. That's a quote from him. I think he needs a hug. <laughs> like I think we just need someone to be like Ben. Come on, have a seat, buddy. You want to talk about something? So is salvation? So salvation is an increase from this. It's interesting. Okay. It's better than this one, in it's, your opinion. It's an actual movie. It, it, is this one worse than Genesis? No. Ooh. Well, Genesis I find offensive. This gotcha. is just boring and gotcha. stupid. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because at least, like... Because I've seen Genesis. Kyle Reese isn't in this. At least, you know, like you said, true, they don't true, force true. Linda Hamilton to come back, yeah, even yeah, though... Yeah. I think they offered it to her, and she was like, nah. I'm, I don't know what she was doing at the time, but... And then apparently they were. I'm not doing they, that. I think I said this before. They were supposed to get Edward Furlong back, but he yeah, didn't. but he was having like rehabilitation yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a similar thing for Next Doll not being in uh, Salvation, or he may have just turned it down because he's like, nah, man. The director's name is McGee. Mm. <laughs> mm. The action scenes are better. Yeah. Like I said, it feels more like an actual movie, <laughs> like a real movie. Yeah, but. Apparently the director of this, like, if he were to do the sequel, or if he was going to do it, he yeah. was like, I wanted to set it immediately after. <laughs> Why? Nobody wants to see this stupid past stuff. We want to see the war in the future where humanity starts to win. So, le- legitimately, if you so if you had the movie, to do the movie right after Terminator 2, like, if they just came to you and they were like, make it happen or you're fired, then what, what would you do? What's... Why are well, you, either of you. Uh, either in, the, of you. in the first episode, I already said my game plan. I wouldn't have had Terminator 2 as good of a movie as that is. Yeah. I would have had Time Loop, and then we see the future war that is semi a sequel, semi a prequel, where we see Kyle Reese get sent back and John Connor wins. I would have had a dragon show up and eat somebody. A Terminator dragon? <gasps> There's I, how you raise some I, I, stakes. I, I, I would have had a T-Rex and a Velociraptor fight and Indominus <laughs> Rex. And then a Mosasaurus and an, jumps out of the and thing. Indominus, no, 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 no. An Indominus T-X, perhaps? <laughs> ah, that's so good! That would make me like the Indominus Rex. <laughs> I'm very proud of that one. Yeah. I also would have changed the entire cast to just being Claire Forlani. That's just what I would have done. Claire Forlani is the most beautiful woman I've ever no, seen in the movie. Chris Hardwick. And Chris we, we already said this. Or I would have had Dwayne John. I would have had Dwayne Johnson arrive in the movie the exact same way that Arnold does in the first one. It's all terrifying, and he's naked, but he's ripped. And then I would have had the Kevin Hart thing, and he'll also drop out and go, "Ah, son of, I can't. I told Jerry to not push that button. I, I don't understand why." He's, and then he would just start doing. He would just riff as he's like marching off all little and naked, beating up a hobo for his pants. Now I want a movie with The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Do you? I want I want Kevin Hart as Kyle Reese. As Kevin Reese. That's what I want. <laughs> Kevin Reese? I'm Kev Reese. Come on. And and like Dwayne Johnson says Terminator. And like Sarah Connor is like Medea or something. I don't know. Or is Sarah Connor um Melissa McCarthy? Oh god. That would be amazing she's just a sarah connor that falls over a lot and runs through walls and jumps on people and makes jokes about other women's breasts it'd be hilarious put her in the scene with christana loken can we watch the uebol movies after this (laughs) 
that be our next uh, our next franchise? No. <laughs> we'll 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 tie into. However, to this one, there are three Ghostbusters movies. Hey, there are now. I hadn't thought about that. Wow, there. Are... I I don't know. I don't like the first one that much though. So oh, we just lost. Oh 17. my god! Well, I don't hate it. It just didn't like move. Oh me. my god! Tyler and I don't feel the same way. It's all Britain. Send him letters. <laughs> I've never. I've never. I've seen it a long time ago. It's not I'm, bad. I'm, I'm not. Rick Moranis is hilarious in it, but like it, and I didn't, I didn't grow up with it, and I think that's one of those movies where you had to have grown up. With it. I, I don't want to do it because the whole time watching the new one, I wouldn't even be able to judge it if it's a if it's a funny movie or not. The whole time I'd be like, it's it's a Sony cash grab, and they're manipulating everyone with a feminist message that's just complete crap. Chris Hemsworth looks very funny in that movie. Okay, so you might get that. Are, are, are you making almost TBS funny? Very almost. Funny. Almost. But, very funny. But my cynicism level would be just too high, and I, 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 I need a break from that. Yeah. In that case... We'll... Where do we go if we want a break from that? Pirates. Yeah, like, what are you not cynical about? Yeah, pirates. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I've ever mentioned a movie. Pirates. Okay, pirates. <laughs> but I feel like, like, yeah, so did you hear Jesus came back? And you're like, but he's shorter than I thought he was. <laughs> That's funny. I was just saying that last week. <laughs> See, he's walking on water. Yeah, but he's not going to get me anything. Yeah, pirates though is like actually that's true. That's because that's actually one where I think we're, we're and the ones that everybody hates. I'm like, I like those. That's when I'm going to be cynical because I don't. That's like kind of like the Batman Forever thing where we're we're kind of on the the, the other end where we're yeah. like, oh, it's it's actually despite us still giving that not very good grade. Sure, sure, but yeah. most people would not give them. Yeah, and that said, two, Pirates two and three, I don't. I've only seen them once when they came out, so it's been over ten years. So like, I genuinely want to rewatch them because I might feel very very differently about them. See, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen Pirates 2 since it came out. Yeah. Because I think, and, I, and I, all I remember is the ending and being super angry that it cuts off, like, in yeah, the middle of the yeah. story. Um, it's a and, two-parter. Yeah. Because, I, well, I just was like, oh, the, like, I assumed they were going to try and wrap up a little more of the story. but Because it, it's, like, right after the Jack Sparrow and the Kraken, it's like, oh, God. And then it's just, like, Spoilers. directed by... It's fine. Nobody cares. It's <laughs> it's all, like, directed by Gore Verbinski. And I'm like, nah! <laughs> and, the, and this was me at, like however old I was when those movies came out so yeah. it was it was yeah, yeah. but I, the third one I've see, seen see, recently the, the, and I the writers it. of Terminator 3 would have said you were 13 despite you being like 10 <laughs> that yeah bring it back I love the first Pirates movie so much like I love that movie so yeah. you know I haven't seen that in a long yeah. time I'm, I'm de- I definitely love to do that franchise I'm genuinely interested to see what I think of 2 and 3 I saw 4 pretty soon after it came out it's not that great but I didn't I, I wasn't mad I was just like alright I've seen a good bit of four. There. That's like the one franchise I can think of where I'm like consistently enjoying every single movie that comes out. Because like now I'm the jaded one, and the cynical one... about James Bond. I'm jaded well, the, and cynical one, about X-Men. The one like Except for Logan. cash grab franchise yeah. where it's like, you know, they're just continuing like, oh, these movies keep yeah. making money. We're going to keep making them. Yeah. I I don't mean in terms of like they have nothing to offer like I like a lot of James Bond movies but yeah. just like watching them again sure 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 in quotes more mature mm-hmm. j- just noticing more things that just bother me and yeah, I yeah, yeah. sometimes it's hard to reconcile those things it is and then you get a little older and it stops mattering because yeah. that's, that's where I that's where I was when I was your age but now that I'm seventy seven <laughs> I've I've learned can I get to that place where where I'm back to giving X Men Apocalypse like an A plus well. I didn't even go that far. We can do the Back to the Future movies. You know, oh, that's very true. Yep. Three that, that is also something where I will not be cynical. Michael J. Fox is a personal hero. As he should be. That yeah. first one. I I've, think got, I've got two of his books on my shelf right I'd now. have to rewatch it again with like my actual attempting to criticize this movie. I But I think the first one might be an A plus for me. Sure. I sure. really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, that might be my favorite movie. Because I don't think there's really a movie we could go off... Because, like, with, we did The Matrix, and only we did Jupiter Ascending as kind of, like, a <laughs> companion piece where we're trying to figure out what we would do next. I don't really know what we could connect to Terminator Genesis. Um, I guess we'll do Me Before You, because no, no. Amelia Clark's in it. <laughs> no, we'll, ran- we'll randomly... We'll just watch all of Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. I-, I was gonna say, we'll just randomly do the RoboCop remake. Not the rest of them. No! Oh! No! <laughs> I love the first RoboCop. Yeah, but then we had to watch two and three. I know, but in particular three. If they're alive, you're coming with me. It's so awesome. Yep. It's so awesome. Yep. I would love if we reviewed me before you because that's my soapbox. That's when I would just 
be screaming. At <laughs> Keanu Reeves. They wouldn't get John Wick Chapter Three out now. Oh no, for real. We need to do something. It would be like a Kevin Smith interview. They wouldn't say anything. They'd be like, "So, Britain, what are you? All right, here's the deal." And then I would just <laughs> talk for an hour and a half about everything I don't like about me before you. We should do the Expendables trilogy. <laughs> okay. In quotes, trilogy. I made a movie. This here's how the cast of that that movie sounds. I used to first alone. And then I don't know who else is in it. Terry Crews, he's great. Yep. Is The Rock not in any of those? Nope. Uh, no. And he should be. No, that's why that, I'm like... That's the thing. I, that know, I, I bet Stallone probably thought he was too girly and too feminine. Which is but, weird that he put see, Terry Crews This on. is the thing that bothers me. They get people like Randy Couture and mm. Terry Crews who are not known for being action movie guys. Yeah, yeah. And then you just completely forget, like, The Rock. Yeah. And, and, and what was it? Uh, uh, like, Kurt Russell. Like, yeah, Kurt Russell's in there. And, like, there, oh, who was the young kid they shoved in there? Um, uh, Liam Hemsworth. No, no. Well, yeah, that too. In the but, second one. Oh, God, he was in the Twilight movies. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. He plays yeah. Jacob, right? No, no, no. No, no, no you don't think you're talking about guys. Oh, it's gonna drive me. I'm gonna look it up. It's Jackson Rathbone's not him. He's no. he's the one that shows up in in the last Airbender movie. Yeah. What is what is Taylor Lautner up to these days? Um, uh, I think he was in like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. This is my bicycle I had from when I was ten. Sometimes the seat hurts my hiney. Then I ring the bell. Ring, ring, ring. That is uh. From Family Guy. That's your Taylor Lautner impression. <laughs> that is my Taylor Lautner impression. <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, Ronda Rousey's in Expendables three. That's that's horribly dated already. Uh, Eric Roberts, Steve Austin. No, that, that's another thing. Eric Roberts is the bad guy in the first one. Mickey John Rourke. Claude Van Damme is the bad guy in the second one. And then Mel Gibson's the bad guy in the third one. One of these does not match the others. We're talking about Eric Roberts. I thought you were talking about Taylor Lautner. <laughs> we were talking about Taylor Jet Li. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris shows up and he says a Chuck Norris joke. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm mad at you for telling me that. <laughs> Okay. Remember when we wanted to watch these movies? I, I I would have fun watching them. They are not good at all, but I enjoy Harrison them. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford's only in the third one. Because yeah, no. Bruce Willis is in the first two, and then he had a hissy fit because they wouldn't pay him enough. So then they got Harrison Ford. They wouldn't pay him enough for The Expendables 3. In which he would be on set for, like, less than a week. Like, come on. Uh... I can't find the guy's name. I guess I made it up in my head. No, no, I, oh. I know what you're talking about. Because he wasn't in those movies, so I don't he, know why. He's I told one of Ed, Edward. Yeah, he's one of Edward. One of the brothers. vampire guys. Yeah. yeah, he's he's one of the young kids they bring on in the third Expendables movie with Ronda Rousey. I don't know if he actually is in that. No, he is. He is. I know for a fact. Billy I know. Burke. Right, no, look it up. he's the one who was in the Legend of Hercules or whatever that movie that bombed horribly. Kellen Lutz. Yep. Kellen Lutz. It was Ellen. Kellen Lutz, not Ellen Lutz. It was Ellen DeGeneres. She's in the Expendables movies. <laughs> and also, I bought that I'd watch, as much. I'd watch that movie immediately. Look, if Ellen DeGeneres was in the Expendables, that'd be the best thing in the world. So, and yeah. So, do we want to do grades now? Why did Robert Pattinson get like seven? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna C minus. Oh my god! I'm a nice guy. Have you given me like a D? I think I did one of the. It was uh, Lost World because D for Lost Africa. World got a D minus. Three got a D. Mm-hmm. For dinosaur, okay. uh, Matrix Reloaded got a D plus. Revolutions for, got an F for the Matrix. Suicide Squad got an F. Ba Batman vs Superman squad. got a Q. Yeah, dumbest letter. And Batman and Robin got an F. Yeah, those for, are those for, are all your lowest grades for fun. Yep. I, li I really like Batman and Robin. I have to give it an F, but I have zero animosity towards that movie <laughs> in all of my heart and soul. Change it from a C minus to a D plus. Screwing up the score sheet already. Don't write so quickly. You know I'm impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Make it <laughs> So, sorry, sure. D plus. I'm going to go D plus. D plus. Alright. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night going, oh, C minus. But <laughs> it's in the book. Cannon, ring the bell. I'm going F. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Spoiler alert, so am I. Ooh. This is one of those movies where I'm just... I think I had a more discerning philosophy about Ds at one point. What's what's the last <laughs> D I gave? Uh, Jurassic Park 3. Okay. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I'm looking at Britain's Grid, sorry. Uh, Lost World, you gave a D minus. Matrix Reloaded, you gave a D. Okay. Okay, never mind. I stand by everything. Yep. This movie, bad. It should feel bad. It's... It... <laughs> I, I think bad. I think it's more that it's unforgettable. It's unremarkable. For it's an 187 million dollar budget, you get we get a, a yeah. crappy TV I, movie that contradicts everything beforehand. Like no, I'm curious if if we did like an analysis of this, how far has our have our like specifically Alex and I's grades gone down since we started? Because I feel like if we'd done this franchise at like the very beginning, mm. I might have given this a D. Some, you have, you had more hope To be then. fair, we started with the Transformers. I know we started movies. with Transformers, and I just like just completely, you know, well, you're welcome. Wrecked look. those, but like, you had more hope in your heart. Back I don't then. know. I, I feel like I've been fairly consistent with most of my grades. I just watched the movie, I, and overall, and then I you still, show up. And I show up. Overall, I still make <laughs> Okay, okay. So let's let's take a look here, Mike. I gave if F- you guys want to want to go ahead and turn it off at this point, it's fine. I gave we, an F, F minus. We've two. already stopped talking about Terminator Three a long time ago. You don't know. If, I might say something funny. So that, uh, okay, never mind. You have incentive to stay. I, I gave an F minus to the second movie we, we ever reviewed, which was Revenge of the Fallen. Um, I gave an F minus to turn or to Spider Man Three, excuse me. Um, and then I went a while. I restrained myself until our fifteenth movie, which was X Men: The Last Stand, which I gave another F minus. Which I'm pretty sure I talked you into that. Yes. I, I don't know. That. I don't know. When I watched that, I was just like, what is this movie? I'd also like to point out, uh, Anthony Hopkins has called Michael Bay a genius. I, I yeah. So, I, saw that. I think it's time for Tony to maybe go... I'm pretty sure Shia LaBeouf down. has also called Michael Bay a genius. Last Shia LaBeouf and Anthony Hopkins are two very different people. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're both calling him a genius. The so, Last Night yeah. confirmed 90 plus Rotten Tomato score. Um... Then hey, imme- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe immediately awesome. after the the fifteenth movie, I gave X Men Origins Wolverine our sixteenth movie an F, and then it was. A while. I'm not even going to look at Alex's scores because I'm just well. Actually, actually, <laughs> yeah. Basically, all the ignore mo- my scores. They don't all matter. the movies I've given an F minus. You've given either an F minus or an F so far. Oh. But then you gave Wolverine Origins a D minus. Why? Because <laughs> I got the video game out of it. <laughs> that was my rationale. <laughs> Like your both, best thing for Lost World was a video game. We went a while. Yep. We we went a while again. We both gave Aliens versus Predator Requiem. There's a video game of this movie. Why don't we just play that instead? No, no. It's one of the worst video games ever made. <laughs> I've played it. Oh I have, wow! I couldn't even. I couldn't even play more than like thirty minutes of it. Like, like Superman in sixty four. It's close. It's it's not unplayable. The graphics are just unbearable. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's just gotcha. a very generic third-person shooter with these terrible one-on-one fight sequences, and um, they're the worst. A fun game to play is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I love that game, and I'm playing it now. Not right now, but in my life. No, you're playing it right now. That's what I've been doing <laughs> while we're recording this podcast. I'm just over here just mining for lithium. That's one of the things you can do on it, is mine for lithium. So in, in the first, um, let's see here. In the first 35, no, th- first 34 movies, I guess, we I, I gave specifically a total of six Fs or F minuses. In the 20 that we've done si- since, I have given another six, including Jurassic Park 3's F+. I feel like it's speeding up. I feel like it's getting more to where I'm just like, nope, nope. Arnold would have been a. I think we, we talked about Arnold being Bane. We should have Tom Hardy as Bane play a Terminator. See, that's not fair when we have Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad back to back. That's like a special case. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Maybe we've just been doing worse. Movies. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy should be in, in the Expendables movies. He should be in anything. He's yep. good in everything. Just yep. Put him in the Thomas the Tank Engine 2. Just whatever. 
Put him in the Wiggles movie. It'll be fine. Everything's good with Tom. Uh, the gritty Wiggles reboot that we saw from waiting. For. Jeff, wake up! Jeff won't wake up. We gotta, we gotta get the guy that put Jeff to sleep. And Christian Bale just starts shouting. Starring Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, Dwayne Johnson, and Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart as Jeff. I'm having a nice dream. I'm gonna, I'm waking up. And Leslie Jones as Kevin Hart's mom. <laughs> Directed Mom. by Michael Bay, because this sounds exactly Mama, Mama like Terminator. the type of weird cast that Michael yeah. Bay would assemble and then put into this weird movie. That... He did make that movie Pain and Gain a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was apparently really fun. I never saw it, but Ed Harris is in it. Ed Harris once punched James Cameron in the face. If that doesn't bring you some Christmas cheer, I don't know what will. Ed Harris is a personal hero of mine. Just, just, just picture it in your head. Just Ed Harris just punching James Cameron in the face. That's that's all I need. If I ever get suckered into watching Avatar or any of its its, its ungodly just, sequels, just remember, that's that's all I'll need. It's all coming from it. Just a, Ed Harris punched him in the face. It's just, and I and I don't hate James Cameron. I don't have his animosity for him, but it's still just a great image. I kind of have an animosity <sighs> for him when he keeps making these four hour long movies. Two fifty, but still, <laughs> yeah, it feels like four. Avatar 2 is going to be released. Like, you're going to have to buy two separate tickets. <laughs> it's going to be a two-day... It's a, Yeah, a day one, it's, day two. Yeah, exactly. It's like the marathons with, like, that they showed... I think before The Hobbit, didn't they do, like, a Lord of the Rings marathon? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Or, like, Harry Potter seven, marathon. They did all the Star Wars mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have you to have come to back that. two days in a row. It's going to be oh, that. Oh, God. It's going to be the first 24-hour movie. <laughs> you know he'll do it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, he will. That's why it's taking so long. And I'll invent a new camera that makes their buttons look extra shiny. <laughs> and I'll get nominated for an Oscar that I want to punch somebody for. And I'll call Ed Harris and say, Ed. to be nominated for buttons lighting. <laughs> and, they've, and they've extended it to ten nominees in the category because they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> Chris Nolan had some pretty shiny looking buttons in Dunkirk. I'm you know what? You. And I bet there will be. <laughs> Dunkirk is going to be, I hope, I assume, it's going to be so good. Damien Chazelle's next movie gets, gets they, they think that he wins the award and for, then they, for they, they, they switch it out. It actually goes to James Cameron's buttons. I'm gonna, whenever, when we go see Dunkirk, I'm going to spend the whole time going, there are some shiny buttons though. <laughs> Those buttons are standing out. All Do over the these, thing, Tyler. You can find us online at herecomethesequels.gmail. No. Herecomethesequels.blogspot.com You can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail.com And you can find us on Twitter at HCTsequels. And that's everything. Next week we're doing Terminator Salvation. Will it be the salvation of of no. our sanity in this podcast? I, I mean, Tune in to find out. It won't. No letter grades, but what we grade for ourselves. F minus... <laughs> Tune in next week <laughs> Stay for another everybody. exciting episode of Here Come the Sequels. Sorry, Sorry about, about that. that.